Welcome to Jenny's Uncensored Pennies. I am Jennifer Marie Martinez. And I'm Adam Herrera. <laughs> Today we are picking up where we left off in the last conversation. We were talking about anxiety and we started talking about the anxiety around implementing boundaries. And so that's what this conversation is. It's uh, implementing boundaries, and for some of you, I don't know, I've heard that some people are turned off by the word boundaries. However, I think I have a meme somewhere that says, like, that I made. It's like setting boundaries is practicing self-love. I'm sure that's not, like, I didn't come up with that. Like, I'm sure other people have said it in other ways or whatnot, but I definitely do believe that. Um, setting boundaries is a, a way of practicing self-respect and self-love. So when we talk about practicing that with uh, somebody or with with people in our lives, what does that look like? Who do we do it with? Why is it so hard? Um, well, kind of like like if you're to go way back when, like childhood. Yeah. Right. And like, you know, we're just talking about this right now. Like there was, you have no boundaries as a child or like you I have mean, no say. You have no say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like your, uh, I guess your, uh, your voice or your, you know, speaking up, you're at least likely to, you know, battle with your parents or like you know someone who's older right because they obviously quote unquote know better right and um now that we're adults like boundaries become more relevant yeah right and as you're saying that i was also thinking and and just being taken back of like i've said this before when you're a child, it's like you don't have control of what's going on, right? Other people mm-hmm. are making decisions. The adults in the house are making decisions yeah. about everything. And like you said, I mean, you didn't say this exactly, but it's like you don't use your voice to like help influence those decisions. Nobody's asking you for your input as a child, right? Right. That's the way that I definitely grew up. Obviously, you just spoke that that's the way that you grew up Mm -hmm. in my household since it was me and Jacob you know I've tried my best to practice asking him this is what I want to do what do you think kind of a thing age appropriate of course Mm -hmm. but just to have him practice you know using his voice and to show him that his voice does matter and what he has to say matters and you know, his thoughts matter or what have you, and that I'm going to, how am I going to show that? Well, by listening, right? Whether he, and, and, and that's why I don't force him to like go with me places or whatever. And I'm, I haven't done that even when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And that's just a way of me like, okay. And maybe it's something like really small, but you know, that was just my way of, okay, you'd rather stay home and play video games or whatever it is. I'm going to respect that. I need to do this. You're welcome. I would love it if you come with me. If you don't, I understand. It's fine. Um, and, you know, again, that's just one small way that I showed him. Like, he does have a voice. This is our house. We are a team. Mm-hmm. And I didn't grow up that way, right? Um, and even when it comes to, like, showing affection to adults or what have you, I mean, all our family is back home. And I was never like, oh, go hug, you know, whoever or whatever. And that's just my thing because I want him to know that his body is his body and he doesn't have to go hug somebody or give somebody a kiss or whatever, especially when he only sees these people like two, three times a year. You know, sure, they're family. They're supposed to be safe. Yeah, but they smell weird. (laughs) Well, and that was your experience growing up, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And this just happened uh, at a most recent gig. You did a birthday party, and the birthday boy was, what, 10 years old or whatever they were? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had never met this kid before. 
And of course I say hi, whatever. And the parent was very much like, give hugs. And I was like, no, that's okay. And they were like, no, give hugs. And the kid very reluctantly, and I said, that's okay. I know I'm a stranger. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. It's fine. The kid ended up hugging me like, okay, I'm going to give you a hug. Yeah, parents don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like you're forcing, yeah, you're forcing your child to like hug someone. Like let them make the, the decision if they want to hug him or not. Like don't force a child to do that. Right. I mean, because then, I don't know, to me it's just teaching like all sorts of other things. And maybe that's a conversation for a different time. But for the sake of this conversation, um. Going back to your point, at childhood, there were no boundaries, right? Like, we yeah. didn't have a say. We couldn't say, this is this is what I need, this is what I don't like, because it probably, we're going to have to go to the store anyway, or... Yeah. And then I mean, we'd be at the store with our face, and like, oh, you better change your face. That's what I would get. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, for, for the hugging thing, like, because you, this whole res respect your elders, or like, it's your tia, or like, it's your grandma, please. Right. Like. We have limited time with these people. Right. Being a, a kid, right? And, um, yeah, like, and how I was raised, like, yeah, like, to show respect. Out right. of respect. You know, you would hug my, no matter what our opinion was about them, like, we would have to, you know, hug them or whatever, kiss them or um, hang out with them or, I don't know, like, yeah. As a kid, like, I mean, we didn't choose our babysitters. Like, we were just stuck with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were forced to be with these people. Right. We're like, just... we, we didn't choose the people that we watched, that watched over us. I know. Um, and, like, that, and that's another thing. Like, babysitters, that, that's a complete stranger. And, like, I'm going to obey this person. Or sometimes like, it's, like, a family friend or whatever, yeah. but still, yeah. It's a trusted person. Right. From, from Quote, the, unquote, from yeah. adults. But, all, right. but, I mean, as a kid, like... You didn't even have a say in that. Like, yeah. No. Who was going to... So, I, but that's also, like, a conversation that you have to have with the kid also. Or, like, a child. Right. Like, you have to be like, all right, so what do you think about this person? Or, like, I mean, if they're able to, like... How comfortable do you feel with that? Yeah, if they're able to, like, formulate some sort of, like, opinion about the babysitter. Right. Like, if they like them or not. Like, I, I think that matters but we're, we're talking new school here like old school like it didn't matter what you thought right you know like you're this gonna, say, you're, you're gonna stay with this person this is the only person that we can find and we're gonna go out have fun and get drunk the, right? what or like whatever whatever my parents are doing like we're gonna go to the nightclub and then we'll be back okay right. you're, you're gonna stay with your grandma or like yeah that that's that's how i was raised right so then you grow up mm -hmm. and you learn you, you're, like, struggling to navigate that whole of, okay, well, how do I speak up when I don't want to be around certain people, or how do you handle that? And I don't think anybody ever teaches us mm -hmm. that. We just kind of make that choice, right? I know, like, for me now, it's very customary, of course. You go to a gathering, whatever. I'm probably going to hug everybody in the room. It takes us, like, 30 minutes to leave. It takes <laughs> Or 30, whatever. 30 minutes to get there and then 30 minutes to leave. Right, because you, you have to say get, hello to everybody you, you with a hug. You get there early and you leave last. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and and so now as an adult, I'm making that conscious choice of, yes, hugging everybody, hello or goodbye or, or what have you, and that's my own free will as opposed to a kid being forced or whatever when I didn't want to. However, as an adult, I know that contact, or maybe it's a handshake or whatever I choose to do with them. But I know that that contact is only going to last as long as I want it to. Mm -hmm. And and that's it. And that, and I know that I'm in control. Like, I'm still choosing to do this. I don't have to, but I'm still choosing to, right. to do it, right? right? And so maybe it's not a hug to everybody. Maybe it's an acknowledgement of, like, see you next time or, like, you know, the hand wave. But also it's like family tradition. Right. And like it's very, that, I, I think it's cultural also. For sure. Like, every Christmas, like go around the whole room like say hi to everyone no matter what your opinion or family politics whatever it was right you go say hi to them yeah <sighs> Man, i'm dreading christmas <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah the holidays are really close yeah. but i mean it, it's it's family right like 
Same shit, different day. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Clockwork. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so who would you say is the most challenging person to set a boundary with? I know in the last episode, we were talking about, you know, setting boundaries with like acquaintances, coworkers is easier than, you know, maybe other people that are, hold a different label in your life or that are family that you're going to see the two, three times mm-hmm. a year, whatever holidays and, and all that stuff. I think it's a person who you think is most likely to be butthurt about it. Mm, say more. Like, like, or the most hurt, or like the person that's going to take it, that you think or feel will, will take it personally, right? Um, no matter who you try to set a boundary with, or wh- whatever the boundary might be, you know, like if it's something like, I don't know what what would be considered simple like um like i don't know like for example what what would you say like is a is a simple daily thing that you do but you you had to like set a boundary with like maybe like a caller that comes in and you try to take control of that conversation because of who the caller is or what they're asking or whatever i'm just thinking about work okay yeah i think those are the easy that, right that's like the easy ones right or well not the easy but like the the ones that we come across in a daily basis right yeah not like the like the hard conversations that we have to have right with family members or people like our parents or like you know grandparents who are you know so old school that you know they won't change Right. But you still try to talk to them and try to change their mind or like try to, you know, act a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like, I've known my family long enough to know who, who the people are that are hardest to set a boundary with. Hmm. Um. And, you know, I, I mean, with my mom and dad, like, yeah, it's hard. But, at, you know, at the end of the day, like. Like, you don't want them to do as much or something and then they still do whatever? Or right. what do I, you I mean? Think, I think we talked about this um, in an earlier episode when, you know, I wanted my dad just to listen. Right. Remember? Not going to fix it. Yeah, you yeah, just want to like, vent. Always in fix it mode. You know, I just want to vent. Say how I feel without him going into like, yeah, like wanting to fix it. Right. Like, right. And um, that was me. That was a really hard conversation, first of all. Yeah. But also that was me trying to set a boundary with my dad. Yeah. But then again, he, you could kind of tell, like I could kind of tell like he was a little bit resistant, yeah. like resistant or hesitant about it. Um, but, you know, like that was a big step for me. Right. Which was kind of nerve-wracking, but also, like, I was anxious. Yeah. Like, I didn't know how he was going to respond to it. And, um, yeah, like, I, I feel like, especially, you know, the way my dad is, like, I sometimes have to kind of remind him or, like, kind of, like, like, I'm I'm to the point where, like, I'm more aware of when... He goes, he tries to go into that mode, mm-hmm. but then I kind of like put a halt to it or like. How? What does that look like? Um, I'll just be like, dad, I'm speaking or like, I'm, I'm talking or, you know, like I'll kind of redirect what he's trying to tell me, maybe, right. you know, not like go around it, but like just try mm-hmm. to redirect and then I'll repeat myself. But, um. Hasn't happened recently. Uh, we haven't had big talks recently, but I mean, yeah, like like that for me was like a hard one. Well, and it sounds like in that sense, what I'm hearing is, you know, you were practicing, you, you noticed that when you come to your dad about something, he'd go into this fix it mode when mm-hmm. really you just wanted your dad to be a listening ear mm-hmm. and have that type of relationship and yeah sure i'm sure that sometimes you're like hey dad help me 
figure this out or what do you think about this yeah right? yeah and absolutely right. like i'll let it right you know but if it's event says you just need your dad to be that yeah. listening ear dad that maybe says at the end of the conversation i'm sure you'll figure it out son mm-hmm. right then that's you practicing using your voice stating your need and yeah you're respecting yourself and you're asking to respect that relationship your father-son relationship you're asking your dad to respect that relationship right because yeah i absolutely know what it's like to say someone put a halt to it or like how what does that look like um i'll just be like dad i'm speaking or like i'm I'm talking or you know like i'll kind of redirect what he's trying to tell me right you know not like go around it but like just try Mm -hmm. to redirect and then i'll repeat myself but um hasn't happened recently uh we haven't had big talks recently but i mean yeah like like that for me was like a hard one when it sounds like in that sense what i'm hearing is you know you were practicing you you noticed that when you come to your dad about something, he'd go into this fix-it mode when mm-hmm. really you just wanted your dad to be a listening ear mm-hmm. and have that type of relationship. And yeah, sure. I'm sure that sometimes you're like, hey, dad, help me figure this out. Or what do you think about this? Yeah, right? yeah. And absolutely, right. like, I'll let it. Right. You know. But if it's event says you just need your dad to be that yeah. listening ear dad that maybe says at the end of the conversation, I'm sure you'll figure it out, son. Mm-hmm. right then that's you practicing using your voice stating your need and yeah you're respecting yourself and you're asking to respect that relationship your father-son yeah. relationship you're asking yeah. your dad to respect that relationship right because yeah i absolutely know what it's like to say someone like you know what this is what this is what i need and then when they don't rise up to that then it's like okay well you're not hearing me and now i know that every interaction you're still gonna do this and now i don't want to spend that much time with you because i know you're not hearing me Mm -hmm. and so it sounds like you don't want to go there or maybe like you were feeling kind of like oh i don't know if i want to share because then he's going to try to fix it but you do want to share because it's your dad Mm -hmm. and you you value that relationship so you're like when i come to you i'm either gonna ask and if I do, then yes, please offer advice or mm-hmm. help me figure it out. Brainstorm with me. But sometimes I just want to vent. Yeah, it's like if I want it, I'll ask for it. Right. Right. If if I don't want it or like, here's the thing. Is there, there, there is a such, such a thing as like um, awareness. Yeah. You know, being the person on the other end. Yeah. If you can't recognize that someone's trying to set a boundary with you like then you have to i don't know maybe take a step back and try to think about like all right what 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 information was relayed to me that this person probably got upset about it or like or you know like like they were trying to set a boundary right and you know like the conversation was going nowhere Mm -hmm. right and i've come across that like a million times we've yeah. all we've all come across that and um yeah like there there is such a thing as you know being aware when someone is trying to set that boundary and i think it, it's one of the most like it's hard yeah like it's hard because like for you and i mm-hmm. like it, it took me a long time to get to kind of like you, you would tell me like, and, and, and that's what I liked about it is that you would relay the information to me. Like, no, I, I don't want you to fix it. Right. I just want you to listen. Yeah. And then from, you know, for the most part, I do listen, but you know, I try to sneak in my little two cents when, when I can, but like now I know not to, to do that because it, in that moment, it's not what you need. Yeah. Right? What you need is to vent or to just word vomit all over you. Yeah. Every day at 4.55, people. Wow. (laughs) 
no ex- I'm expecting a call. If I don't get a call, then it was a pretty damn good day. Wow. Or maybe not. That's rude. I don't call you just to... Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Jeez. Be quiet. Wow. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so we keep saying saying, you know, setting that boundary or whatever and I mean that can look that never looks the same. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I know for me like I have you know, told people in my life like, "Listen, we've been having this conversation for such a long time. It's like beating a dead horse. Like I don't want to beat that dead horse anymore." So, can we not like, we can talk about anything else but that. And for me, when I say that to people, it's because I want to be around people that are going to make me better. Mm-hmm. I want to be around people that are going to make me grow. So if I'm choosing to spend my time with you and have a conversation with you, you know, it's because maybe I like the way you see the world or Maybe you're creative and I can get some ideas and we can bounce creative ideas back and forth and, right. you know, help each, each other's creativity blossom more in, in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Or, you know, I've done a lot of work in inner work. So maybe you need some hints from me or whatever, or, or maybe you've grown in, in a certain way that I'm also trying you know to get to that level or what have you so i i want to do that and Mm -hmm. a lot of times you know then you can see you know the people when i have said that to certain people then it's like very obvious when it's like oh well then that's all they wanted to talk about and because that's all they have to talk about then they know they can't talk to me about it Mm. so then they're just gone Mm -hmm. right and then it's like okay, then I'm left with like, all right, I understand that I put that out there and I know my reasons why, but now, yeah, I don't, I don't have anybody to like shoot the shit with or whatever because the majority of the conversation is about the dead horse. Yeah. And now what? Yeah. Right? Like now my, my number of friends are dwindling (laughs) because... There's a lot of dead horses getting beat out there, and I don't want to talk about dead horses. <laughs> like, I don't want to beat the horse. Stop trying to pass me that stick to beat the horse, because I don't want to do that. But also, like, people don't, I don't know. Like, there's some people that just can't handle it. Like, they can't handle, um, like, being vented to or, like, being handed this information. Like, I, I, like, I feel like, you know... It, it takes a certain amount of, like, emotional intelligence to be able to, like, take in all this information, but, you know, and, but also, like, um, be able to, I don't know, process it however way, shape, or form you do. Yeah. Um, or maybe even to get that awareness of, like, oh, crap, is that all that I freaking talk about? Yeah. I didn't realize, yeah, like, yeah. uh. Yeah. And, yeah, it'll make you go stir crazy. Um, well, I'm yeah. saying, like, if somebody told told me, like, hey. Oh, gotcha. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, you keep bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you're not, or, or you're not dealing it in a certain way or doing the same thing, whatever. Like, And then that, for me, for the person that I am, I'd be like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, I've, I've got to. I'm going to change that broken record out because I've got to fix it or whatever for myself, for my own thing. So I'm not stuck in the same thing and I'm not, you know, dragging people down. I've noticed that when I um, am in a like crappy season, let's call it, when I'm kind of in, you know, my feels and feeling mm-hmm. really down when things have happened and I need, you know, to take that time to process. I've told people like, you know what, I'm not good company right now. If you still want me to go, I will, but I just want you to know I'm not good company right now, just so that you know that, yeah. right? And then you decide. And then that way when I go and I'm a meh, sad cloud, you guys are like, dang, she's a downer or whatever. Like, I haven't told you. 
choose violence first. <laughs> well, sometimes I choose sadness. I haven't chosen sadness in a long time. <laughs> but I have, like, you know, when you're going through something mm-hmm. that's really heavy or really hard. Yeah. It's like you don't want to be a... I don't want to bring people down with me, so I let people know. What's like, up? Yeah, here's the deal, and I'm sorry. I know I usually show up in this other way, and now I'm showing up this way. And, you know, that can be very vulnerable. That's vulnerable for me, too. Sometimes people get butthurt about that, though. Like, you're, like, trying to set a boundary that you're that you're not feeling it. And, like, and like you you need space, or you need, like time away but people are and i i get the good intention like people like like oh, okay well maybe come over here or hang out or they keep on talking to you or like they try to like somehow evade your space even more and you're yeah. you're trying to like no, no no like i'm okay no no i don't i don't want more food yeah you know like those mexican families that keep on insisting yeah. Like, eat more. Go, go with the mask. Go with the mask. Eat more. Eat more. Like, no, no, no. I'm okay. No, eat more. Like, fuck. I, I know I'm dropping the F-bombs today, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> no means no, but... No it, means no. Shit. Even for food. Yeah, even for food. <laughs> or even for anything. Like, um... Like, I... Okay, so one, one of my, like... Not pet peeves, but like when when I say no thank you, I really mean no thank you. But sometimes people insist, right? And that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves. Actually, it's like I'm I'm trying to politely say, as polite as possible, no thank you. But like they'll like no no go ahead go ahead get more get more, yeah you know and like you're just you just give in because you just want them to shut up or like you just give in out of politeness right you don't want to be you know the the stick in the mud yeah yeah what what is that like am i the only one that experiences that or do you ever experience that yeah and i have i mean i could probably count the number of times on my fingers and toes that i've said this but i mean i've even told people like Listen, I'm trying to be nice. Please don't force me to be rude. Mm-hmm. I've already said no or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Whatever it's situation. Point, right? Yeah. And I'm like, listen. But then like we come. We come yeah. And then people probably think I'm asshole. a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he more? Like, are we assholes for sending like asshole set boundaries? That should be the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and sometimes that's what it feels like. Yeah. But really... You're just respecting yourself because you know how much you can handle, right? You, you're full. You don't want to eat anymore. You're done. Like, why, why does, you know, setting a boundary come with shame and guilt and, like, it comes with, like, um, embarrassment or, like, you feel guilty for, for setting a boundary? Yeah, like, like wh- mean. Why do all the, yeah, why do all those feelings? Like, why? Why? To the core, like the root. What is that? Because we're taught to listen to our elders or respect people or whatever. We don't have a choice. You know, we're little kids. Whatever. And I think it just sticks with us for a long time. And like, I'm not not one to, I hate confrontation. Yeah. Um. Like I to this day, like I, I'm getting better at it, and speaking and you know, su- saying my, my my voice, right? Right. Um, but like it, it's just something about like, like in that awkward moment where you're trying to set a boundary with someone, and they keep on, you know, they keep on poking you or whatever yeah. it is, and like. I don't know, like, it's just like that weird, weird emotion, annoyance, and, like, you, you just, I don't know. It's, it's kind of helpless because you don't, you don't, you want to keep the peace, right? Yeah. You want to keep the peace and you want, you want everything to be okay, like, you don't want any awkward vibes. Yeah. Like, you don't want people to be angry, like, oh, he's a dick, she's a bitch. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and so in those times, yeah, it's like trying to get control over that situation and, like, 
having an exit route. Right. Yeah. And and in the last episode I mentioned like having that buddy, the -hmm. buddy system. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm going to have this conversation with this person. They're probably going to get butthurt about it or whatever. But I want to know that somebody else knows that this is. You want an ally. Yeah. That this is happening so that if and when shit hits the fan, you know, Mm -hmm. like you knew it's coming and then you can give me feedback on like. You, how you think it's gonna go maybe we do a role play of like i'm gonna say this how do you think they're gonna react or whatever yeah. and and then i go and i have that conversation where i'm practicing you know setting the boundary speaking up for my needs or whatever mm-hmm. and then whatever it is and i know that you know and you've got my back it's like the, somebody knows <laughs> it's like that show we just watched squid game the challenge and they were like trying to form alliances, but like, you know, they they wanted to like, I don't know, they wanted to say something to someone else and like set a boundary or whatever it was. But I want to make sure that these people over here have my back, right? Before I go over there. Same shit, right? It's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just blabbering. Oh I'm, boy. No. No. Well, and so in this whole conversation, I'm, you know, what comes to mind for me with uh, practicing that self-respect, and I'm going to sound like a freaking broken record because I have to, have to, have to remind myself and just know that I know that I know and believe it in all parts of my body that I am practicing self-respect. I am practicing self-love, mm-hmm. right? In that when I have these heavy conversations with specific people, I have to overcome that fear, right? And I called it slay. I have to slay that dragon, which is the fear of, I'm going to have this conversation with this person. I'm going to let them know what my needs are. And if they don't respect that, if they continue to show up, in the way that they have been, if they continue with that behavior, then they don't love me. Hmm. Right. And if this person doesn't love me, then maybe I don't matter. Maybe hmm. I am undeserving. Maybe I am all the things that I was told as a child. And then what? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, and even talking about this, and I haven't said who the hell I want to talk to, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's my mom. Mm-hmm. It's my mom. Right? It's like, I have certain conversations with my mom time and time again. And in one of the earlier episodes, it was like I shared, you know, she was very verbally abusive. She was even physically abusive what have you. And I very much felt like my voice didn't matter. Like I didn't matter. Right. I'd bring third grade. I brought home straight A's all year. And this B would tell me like, you could do better. Like, bitch, I was doing the best that I fucking could. And you tell me I could do better. Like I'm doing the best that I can. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to you. You're my mom. I want you to be proud of me. I want you to just love me. Like, just love me. But, like, for real. Like, just for fucking existing and being this child. (laughs) Like, just do that. (laughs) Like, don't tell me I could do better. I'm doing the best. What do you think? We were having this conversation earlier this week or last week, and that came up about grades. She said, we're talking about somebody else, and she was like, well, you know, you were like that too, where you always wanted to get really good grades and this and that. Oh, my God. And I turned into my nine-year-old self, and I was like, okay, Jenny, here's your time. You got to – she's here right now. She's bringing it up. You have to say something. And so I was like, yeah. I, I just thought that whatever I did wasn't good enough, so I had to try harder. Hmm. And I got silence. 
on the other side of the phone. And that's fine. You know, it's like, and maybe I, I could have said more, but, I, you know, I didn't want to start this whole thing. And in that moment, I was just like, okay, I said something. We said something. And that sounds like a crazy person, but... Silence is good. It's like, no news is good news. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I process it, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I I like... Anyways, sitting in the silence. I mean... Yeah, you're right. Like, there doesn't always have to be something, because there's... It's neither negative or positive, but like, you know, they're speechless in some way. Right. Which I I feel like, like, hits a chord. Yeah, and I didn't want, and I didn't, I didn't say like, well, because you would always tell me I could do better. I didn't do that. Like, I didn't feel the need to do that. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, I've just felt that whatever I did wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So I had to try to do better. That's why I was so worried about my grades. And then there came a point where it's just like, oh, the hell with it. <laughs> you know? Oh, I wasn't the best student. What? <laughs> Well, and so, you know, I get these phone calls now, again, talking about my mother, and I think about, like, having these conversations on here for whoever to listen to, right? And then also maybe fearing that my mom will listen or that somebody that she knows will listen and will tell her, like, well, Jennifer said blah, 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 blah. And that comes from very much, like, she has said this before, like, when I was doing my videos on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Sure, she would share them. However, unfortunately, I also believe that it wasn't so much out of support as it was so much for her. And here, this is my daughter. This is my daughter. Look, look what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like my post, because it's my daughter, right? And... Even in saying that, like, I kind of feel bad about it. But, like, unfortunately, that's who I believe her to be cause, because that's what she has shown me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, who's right or who's wrong, it's all about perception, whatever. I'm not trying to say that I'm, I know whatever, this is factual. That's just my experience, right? That, yeah. the, that's it. Again, I know how it sounds. But it is what it is, like. That's what it is. And so I I can hear her say, because she has said this before, like, oh, well, Jennifer's a good actress. She goes on and she tells, you know, her stories about things that happened. Like, no. I'm talking about experiences, like what I went through and how the shit affected me. And yes. Mm-hmm. She's the same person that says, like, oh, people need to stop blaming their parents yeah. for stuff and just accept, you know, whatever. But then at the same time, this is the same person that will call me and start bitching or venting about how, you know, somebody traumatized their child. And I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, what? Lord. Awareness, people. Well, right. And so then it's like, you got to meet people where they're at, regardless of what their fucking label in your life is. Mm -hmm. Right. And you just have to accept, I have to accept this is who she is. And I have to let go of the hope that she's going to show up in a different way for me. So in slaying my dragon, that's what I have to remind myself, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? She's probably... She's probably not going to listen. She's going to continue to test to see how she can inch her way to get her way because that's what she does. But that's who she is. And it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with her. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And so it's not that I don't matter. It's not that I'm not enough. It's not that I'm not lovable. And it's probably not even that she doesn't love me. She just doesn't know she doesn't know how to love me. I don't know if she knows how to love anybody. <laughs> and when I say that, I'm like, because I'm I'm also thinking, I don't know that she knows how to love herself. Yeah. 
And so when the people practice boundaries with us, shit, I know that I've, my sister, who was it? I don't know. Last year or the year before? No, it was the year before. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We always stay at her house when we go visit home. Mm-hmm. And my sister, who I love very much, <laughs> she <laughs> she had said, and pobrecita, like she was struggling in telling me, what she wanted to tell me was, listen, I know you're coming. I know Jacob's going to stay after you leave, whatever. And this is how much time I'm available for you guys to be here or whatever, right? So my sister, who struggles, she's a middle child. So she's very much like the peacekeeper and, and all of that. And so she's telling me, like, I'm going to teach summer school and this and that. And then I want some time and whatever. But because I had already made my plans... And I'm hearing what she's saying. It sounds like, you know, she's putting a limit of how long I could be there, how long my son could be there or whatever. And she has every right to. But in that moment, I was just like, what are you trying to tell me? Mm. What are you saying? Are you saying for me not to come? Like, that's where it fucking went. Mm. And I'm very sorry that that happened, Karina. <laughs> but, you know, eventually, like, I came back and I was like, whoa. My sister was trying to, and I think I called Maida too, and I was like, can I have somebody trying to tell me something? And you know how she is. She's telling me, like, all these other ways, and I'm thinking all this stuff because she's not spitting it out. Like, what is it that you need? <laughs> but I'm also. Trying to recruit an ally. I know, right? <laughs> I know. What a dick, dude. But no, then, you know, came back, and it was like, all right, yeah, I heard you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll make other plans or whatever. Right. And, and so we did. And, you know, and again, she was setting that boundary of like, yes, you can come to my house. However, I'm doggone tired. Like, I need some time with just my family to decompress or whatever, this and that. And so because of that, like, it would be great, you know, or you guys can only come this time or, or, you know, for this amount of days or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And I totally kind of of miss that. But then I... I regrouped <laughs> and yeah. I caught it. And it Take a step back, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. And sometimes we need that. And it's like, yeah. I think it's hard to respect somebody else's boundaries when you have your own, when I, I'm going to say I, sorry. <laughs> I find it hard sometimes to respect other people's boundaries when I already have this whole plan in my head of how everything's going to go. And then they're like, well, actually... I prefer this or whatever, or if you didn't, whatever. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Are, are boundaries like, like, uh, how do I say? Like, are boundaries like a, a way of controlling our environment? Well, I think it's like, yeah, a little bit. Like in a, but in, for the sake of self-preservation, am I saying that right? Yeah. You know, you're like, I'm, I know my level of energy that this takes, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to set a limit to this, or this is what I have to offer. This is where I can meet you Yeah. because this is all that I've, that I can, that I know I'm comfortable with, without then feeling exhausted or feeling ashamed Mm -hmm. that I let myself down because I allowed myself to get dragged through whatever it was that I didn't want to get involved with in the first place. Yeah. Right. So for me, that's what it is. It's like just, you know, like when I say like, okay, we're going to go out, but we're only going to have three drinks or whatever. You know, I'm setting that limit for myself and however amount of time, whatever, I'm setting that limit for myself because I don't want to feel like shit the next day. Yeah. Because I want to be well enough to not be sloppy around my son or whatever. Like, I have all my reasons to set that limit with myself, right? And so that, in a sense, is like setting that boundary. I'm, I'm looking out for me and, in essence, the other people around me too, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm saying... Um, if it's like exhausting for me to deal with you or whatever, then it's like, okay, I have this amount of time and 
and and then that's it I have a heart out or whatever it is then it's like then I know I can mentally prepare myself and emotionally prepare myself for that time that I'm going to spend with you or whoever it is and then you know I can like prepare myself before I hype myself up and then allow myself enough time after the interaction to kind of regroup or whatever and then also not dread the next meeting or you know have that desire to avoid altogether and so really just be like a year in the back of your head yeah exactly yeah so that's why i was saying like with your dad it's like yeah you're setting that limit you're stating what you want right mm-hmm. and it, that's not it's not just for you it's for you and him the sake of your relationship and maybe even the way that you communicate to each other right exactly and that's i mean because that's definitely how i feel about you know why i even want to have hard conversations with my mom and why I do have hard conversations with my mom, it's just that a lot of times it just like falls on deaf ears and then I feel like shit afterwards, but I still have to do it so that I know that I did it for me. And then it's, you know, when I go in, in therapy, you know, my therapist always gives me these tools of like, if a conversation goes a certain way, what do I say? It's like, well, or um, what does she say? Okay. So if a conversation goes a certain way, like let's say I get the whole people need to stop blaming their parents. Okay, well, I can understand and appreciate that that's your experience. However, it doesn't change mine. Hmm. And that's powerful because you're just speaking truth. Like I can see why how you would see things that way. It doesn't change how I see it. Mm-hmm. How, how it felt to me at whatever age yesterday whatever today like it doesn't change that right so that's one thing another thing is like okay if it turns into like a some sort of heated whatever spirals out of control kind of heading towards argument territory or whatever mm-hmm. then it's like okay this conversation isn't going anywhere. So I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the room, the house, wherever we're at, I'm going to step outside, whatever. Or if it's on the phone, we're going to end this conversation. I got to go, whatever it is. Because, and it's not like, I don't want to hear what you have to say. It's just very much, I don't want things to get worse. So let's just stop where we're ahead. Yeah. It's like therapy gives you a cheat sheet or like a playbook on how to like preserve each other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're tools. Tools, yeah, yeah. Like how to like, like you said, like if it's not going anywhere, then like you have an exit plan, right? Or like uh, to be continued stop button, you know? Right. And maybe that conversation will take place at another time or maybe it won't because you will have decided like whether it's worth revisiting that or not. Depending on like, yeah. Right. How it was going. Exactly. And then also stepping back and thinking, okay, yeah, I Mm -hmm. knew that this was a possibility, that this was a possible outcome. Now I know. And... I just got to let th- let that go and it's not worth it's not worth me trying again beating my own dead horse. Yeah. Then we just got to accept it and and move on. And no, okay, well then now I've got to reevaluate, right? Like the the time spent or mm-hmm. maybe even like where we meet or what I- <laughs> whatever (laughs) the types of situations i want to be in with this person or what have you yeah moving forward exactly but and i definitely think that yeah self-preserving your energy gosh because i've gone into therapy where 
my therapist has been like, are you okay? Like, your light looks dim. We like to use, like, Mm -hmm. all the light in your eyes or whatever the light that you have. And I was like, damn, I am running on fumes. Mm. And then uncovering that and, like, how do you tackle that? How do you get that breath of fresh air again? How do you reignite yourself? And so that's what it is. It's preserving your light so your candle doesn't blow out. Well, I'm not sure if any of that made sense. <laughs> I think it did. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, boundaries is like, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's a hard conversation, you know, talking about it, but also like practicing it. Yeah. It's even harder practicing it, you know? Yeah. But, uh. And I think we have to change the way of the way that we think about boundaries. It's not building walls. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not like what the word, like the literal term of a word, right? It's, right. It's like it's speaking your needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking your needs so you don't feel bad about yourself afterwards, like. <laughs> It's why a, why did i do it's that a messed up definition but yeah yeah i mean but at least that's how it feels for me yeah no, right I, like if i say nothing and i let it happen i completely agree it's like god and then i'm mad at myself and i think i'm mad at that person because like oh they they disrespected me or whatever but no it was me like, i didn't speak up it's a product of therapy <laughs> well if you stayed with us this long i hope this was helpful to you yeah let us know what you think um what your practices are or like how you or who do you who, i mean who do you think is the hardest person to set a boundary with or if any anyone absolutely yeah like how do you implement that or how do you even come you know bring it up in conversation or are you just is it easy to you you know like i find it hard right really really hard and yeah i mean any feedback would be great yeah and if you do need help if you need that buddy to do you could talk to jen absolutely (laughs) well that's what i wasn't thank you i was going to say believe it or not somehow i am a life coach (laughs) There's the plug. <laughs> There's the plug. <laughs> I do have a website too. You can schedule a consultation. Wait, where? On genuinelifecoaching.com. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram. And it's at Jenny's underscore pennies. Where can they find you, Adam? And I'm at DJ Adam Herrera on Instagram. Yes. So yeah. a- thank you again for listening. And always remember... Your voice matters. You are capable. You are livable. You are deserving. You are enough. Take care, y'all.